Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be, happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Welcome to the Mosaic Gardens today, and thank you for joining me. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. I have two really fun guests today, uh, Joseph Rawling of Yoga West Community, and Reverend Adrian Wolf has just returned from hiking the Inca Trail in Peru. I'm pretty excited to hear about that. I was in Peru a couple of years ago, and I know what a magical place that is. Um, I want to thank all the people on the Seventh Wave Network today. I just want to take that time because they make things run so smooth here for me. If it weren't for them, things would be really complicated on this end. So they're really good, and I just want to send a special thanks out to everyone on Voice America. Today's topic is Mirror into the Heart. When you look in the mirror each morning, are you saying to yourself, hello, beautiful? Do you jump up and say, welcome, glad back, I'm so glad you're here. Are you smiling and happy to see that reflection that's coming back at you? Or are you saying, saying something else to yourself? Because that's what we're going to talk about, what we're putting out to the world and what we see in ourselves. Well, how we start our day is how the rest of the day is going to go. So the first thing you do when you look in the mirror and that beautiful being that's showing back at you, you're going to carry that being with you through the rest of your life. It's really nice to have a loving relationship with that, a loving relationship with this body that holds you, with this beautiful spirit that you are. So how you love, talk to, and see yourself is how others are going to see you, and that's how they're going to treat you. The most important thing I learned I want to share with you is that no one can love you more than you love yourself. No one can. No one's going to treat you better than you treat yourself. So if you're in a situation when you're not happy how you're being treated, how are you treating yourself? Because you are going to be the example to everyone else, that mirror of how they are going to treat you back. That inner love, that inner self-love, it, it seems to be some of the hardest things to accomplish in life for us as humans, to really love ourselves. We have so many critical voices inside and out about who we are. But truly loving ourselves and presenting yourself to the world is going to bring back more love to you. We are all mirrors to each other. If you see in someone else something that you don't like, it's because you are holding part of that inside of you. You know, and, and the reason I'm on this radio is because I see the divine love in each person. And I would really like to be able to show the techniques that I use to see the divine love in myself. Now, am I always open and happy about me? No, sometimes the critic comes out. But I do know how to listen to the truth. And the truth is I'm a divine being of love. And so are you. You're a divine being of love. You came from that divine love. And the inner critic that goes on tells lies. And I have learned the tools and techniques to stop the lies from going on inside my head. And that's what I do here on the radio. I share that with you. And I bring people on that can teach you and help you grow and that have gone through that and are, are, are learning to love themselves and are loving themselves. So that mirror that's reflecting back to you, let's just take for a minute the, the feeling of disrespect, for instance. If you feel others are disrespecting you, I want you to look at how that reflects back in your life. And it may not even be you're disrespecting other people, but how are you disrespecting yourself? 
If you tell yourself you're going to do something such as I'm going to, you can fill in the blank, maybe be happier, love myself more, exercise, get more sleep, whatever it is. If you tell yourself you're doing that and you do not keep your word to yourself, it will reflect back to you from others around you and their behavior. And it will also reflect back in other parts of your life. If you wish to change the people around you, it is important first to start with you. Change the way you see the things around you and you will change things, the way things look around you. Dr. Wayne Dyer has taught me that. So I'm going to go on to talk about my two guests that are here on the radio. Um, Joseph Rawling of Yoga West is going to join us now. So I'd like to welcome him on the air. Welcome, Joseph. Hi, Christy. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing Wonderfully well. How are you doing, Christy? Excellent. It's going to be really fun to have you. I know Adrian's going to join us in a few minutes, and we'll bring her on when she comes on air. Um, Joseph, I wanted to talk to you about um, Yoga West community. This is something that I have been introduced to over the last year, and you're generously enough going to open space for me to teach my workshop over there. And when I came into your community, there was this peace and love in the building. So can you share the ideas that brought about the Yoga West community. Yes, Christy, you were talking about how um, we create a world that is a reflection of who we are, the mirror of the heart. And there's an expression, if everywhere you look, all you see is good, then you know your heart is in the right place. So I was thinking about this way of how we project out into the world is what we see And I was wondering, I started to think, I wonder if we could apply this to a business model. Oh, Um, excellent. And, for example, currently in Western world, we perceive that in order to be successful in business, you have to be competitive. And from a competitive mindset, we have the expression buyer beware, which essentially means don't trust anybody. Well, if I have that belief, consciously or unconsciously, that other people aren't trustworthy, then I project that out onto everybody I meet, and that's the world I create. So I was thinking, what would the opposite of that be? The opposite would be to project a belief that everyone is basically good, and that people are trustworthy. And what does that bring back to you? What, what, did, what do you see coming back in your life when you put that belief out there each day? When we put this out from the work that we do, we see a lot of creativity happens because people feel safe. So people are free to contribute their goodwill. People are free to contribute their ideas. People are free to um, contribute their service. There's a, a man uh, who won a Nobel Prize for Economics, John Rush. A movie was based on his life called A Beautiful Mind. Have you seen the movie? I have, yes. There's a great message in that movie. It's a wonderful movie. And basically, he came up with a theory and did some work to prove it mathematically that we'll get further ahead if we cooperate than if we compete. And when he came up with this idea back in the 50s, it was pretty radical. 
But even now, to put this, actually to put it into practice, uh, we have to rewire our own nervous system and the way that we see the world so that we can step into this place of cooperation. Um, in yoga, a, a basic concept of yoga is service. And also, the word yoga means union. So I thought, well, what better place to start a business based on these principles than a business that the name itself means union. And the model is basically a container for us to learn and grow into. Because if we grew up with this attitude that you can only succeed through competing, it takes time, it takes little steps in order to move into this way of being where, where we can really trust and cooperate with each other in business. Wow, I, I think that personally, if I could see more of this in society, the way we're running oh, our community, it would make a big difference. It would make a big difference in how we look at each other, how we see each other, and how we interact. Yeah. yeah and we're starting to see more and more of this come about. Uh, there's an author, Charles Eisenstein, wrote a book called Sacred Economics. Um, he also talks a, a lot about the value of cooperation. And he also talks about something called a gift economy. So basically, before we had money, before we had bartering, in a tribal society, we just did things. You know, like if I was good at, um, as a healer, I would do that, but I wouldn't really be expecting you to give me anything because you might do something for another tribal member who would do something for another person and it would come back, but I would just trust that would happen that way. So in this idea of the gift economy, which a huge movement called Burning Man is based also on this same idea of just coming with this place of generosity and gifting, we encourage our instructors to offer their classes by donation. And I'm guessing right now probably at least 50% of all of our classes and, and events are by donation. So people that want to come and offer their service, maybe they want to, we also have a work exchange. People can come and work in exchange for classes. Or if they don't have a lot of money, they can just come and give what they're comfortable for. And in this sense, we're also really focusing on creating community. Very nice. I, that concept was first introduced to me when I moved into Moab where um, – there was a sliding fee scale. I'd never heard of that before. And um, people really do seem to keep that in, in a good honor system. Um, those that have more pay a little bit more, and those that have less pay less. And we also do a lot of um, bartering and exchange. I, I, I do healing practices with friends that give me massage, and it, it works really well. Before we go on any further, I'd actually like to bring Adrian into conversation with us. And I welcome yes. Reverend Adrian Wolf, who is online now. Welcome to uh, the Mosaic Gardens, Adrian. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us on. Wonderful. Um, so we were talking about some of uh, Yoga West community and how they came about, and um, I wanted to have, um, we're, we're going to tie that into the healing arts. Um, that's what I have 
started to incorporate into my my own philosophy is art and healing. Actually, it came in on its own. I started creating art and then realized as a healer, they went hand in hand. I don't know why I didn't know that Mm -hmm. in the beginning, but all of a sudden one day I woke up and went, oh, healing and art. What an amazing concept. So can um, you share with me some of your your thoughts about that, Adrian, uh, Reverend? Would you rather me call you Reverend Wolf, by the way? Oh, no, please just call me Adrian. Okay, Adrian, good. Would you share with us about um, some of the, the practices you use and a little bit about you, what you're doing and in the healing arts, and then I'd like to hear Joseph's take on that, too. So, Okay. Um, yeah, I, I love exactly what you were saying about um, the art being a practice for healing, and I think that anything, any, any even spiritual practices that we're doing um, have a very creative nature in order to grow and share um, with other people. So we're really kind of listening um, to ourselves and have the freedom to kind of move with it. Um, it's just really, really wonderful. Um, I have been teaching um, Kundalini for about 20 years now. And the wonderful thing about Kundalini for me is that no matter um, where I've gone through my spiritual path or even my emotional path or my physical path, um, Kundalini changes with me. It grows with me. And this is one of the things that I really, really love sharing with other people. It feels like a completely um, co-creative process. So wow. that's one of the great loves of my life. Wonderful. Yeah, movement. Um, I've had a little bit of experience in that. I'd like to have more. I know that when I do have more of a committed yoga practice, my body is much happier. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my mind as well. Joseph, yes. um, Joseph, would you share with us about how the Yoga West community works with um, art and healing? Yes. Along with the creative arts is also the concept of community. When we come together from a place of sharing art, whether it's dance, once a month we have a a group that um, does a a type of dance that's just about getting in touch with our inner self, with our inner movement. We also, every month, um, have some other type of art, like we also bring in inspirational cinema, um, we have poetry, we have uh, visual arts, and bringing people together to share art also brings us together as a community. And it's this creativity that brings us into the moment. It's an authentic expression of what we feel, what we think. And as we express ourselves authentically and creatively, the body naturally releases stress. It comes back into balance. And we feel a connection with those people that we are in this creative process with. There's a book by a man, uh, Dan Butner, it's called Blue Zones, who traveled around the world with a group of statisticians to the places in the world where the people lived the longest. And they determined that these places all over the world have some different things in common that contribute to their long life. And one of the main things that he found was that people who live the longest have a strong sense of community. Fascinating. When you go to the doctor, the doctor usually doesn't tell you 
eat more carrots and spend more time with your friends, that aspect of community we really miss a lot of times when we look at the model of what we perceive as important for wellness and health. So there's a big connection between our ability to express ourselves creatively, our ability to connect deeply with other people, and our sense of health, wellness, and vitality. Very nice. Adrian, what are, what are your takes on the sense of community? Oh, um, I think that we all um, right now are having such a deep longing for a new experience of community. Um, and I know that people um, really, really wanting this so much. So when I think we're given... Um, you know, a space to experience this. People are just naturally excited and can allow it to grow. Um, and just being connected to that flow and to that creative flow and not being so isolated um, is a huge thing, especially even in order to heal, right? Because if you have a community around you, that healing can take place so um, so quickly, right? And Yes. You know, as opposed to just being at home alone trying to deal with something by ourselves, you know, so. Yes, um, definitely. So I know that lots of different kinds of communities are popping up and different ways of looking at it and doing it um, are happening. They are happening right now. And I think we're all learning. It's There's a learning curve there, too, as far as how to um, how to make that really healthy and beautiful for everyone. Wonderful. It's not, it's not always easy. No. It, it, have a dream or a vision of a utopian community, but when we come together, we really quickly realize that we have differences of how we see things, and there's this continual work of learning how to celebrate our differences, learning how to see how our different ways of thing, seeing the world can create more diversity, and can contribute to a very creative process. So that's a mindset of being able to work with people who might, may see things very differently than I do and find some way of working together. Okay. That's the challenge. I want to talk more about this sense of community when we come back. We're getting ready for a break now, and then we will return to um, talk more with Joseph and Adrian. Um, before we go to break, I do want to just remind the listeners that there will be a two-day meditation spirit dance retreat at Yoga West Community in Grand Junction this weekend, July 16th, 17th. I, I will be sharing the art of moving energy out of the body with music, movement, and, and art. So you can go to soulhealerspath.com to register for this. And when you go to soulhealerspath.com, you'll receive a free shaman journey meditation and audio to download. There, I know that um, the new thing in the garden right now for me is that the web page is actually up and going and doing pretty well. We're doing some changes, but go and visit there. And uh, we'll be back after this break to talk more to Reverend Adrian Wolf and Joseph Rawling of Yoga West. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. 
Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back. This is Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, and I'm talking with Joseph Raleigh of Yoga West Community and Reverend Adrian Wolf. Um, and one, we were talking about a sense of community before we took the break, and I would like to ask Adrian if her experiences in Peru uh, would relate to anything about this t- topic about um, our sense of community. Um, sure, and I can take that um, two different ways. Um, when when I was in Peru, I did the Inca Trail, so that was a lot of the majority of my trip. So I was with a group, and it was a pilgrimage to Machu Picchu. Um, so you're walking and camping the whole time through through the Andes, so very, very intense journey. So just one thing about that is that when you're in that group, even though the journey is individual, it was so much a part of the entire group getting there. So if one person wasn't doing well, we all had to kind of chip in and see what we needed to do. Or if there wasn't enough water, how were we going to get water or share water? It was just instinctual. It was really not, it was really, really flowing, really such a, a beautiful experience. Um, and then just the people of Peru itself was just really, really overwhelming to me how, how beautiful the culture is and how beautiful the people are. Um, 
was just a very groundedness, a relaxedness, um, and there is a sense of being in that community. So you would see children, you know, kind of running away from their mothers and then saying, oh, that's fine, so-and-so is down there, you know, um, no, not a lot of fear. There was this... Um, just this relaxation of that everything was fine and this sweetness where um, people would look at you in your eyes and smile. There was such a great um, open-heartedness that was just pervasive. I, I do still remember the day when, and in the days when I was growing up that um, I, I grew up in a small community that everyone in the community knew what I was doing. And if I was misbehaving, it didn't take more than like five minutes for my mom to find out about it. Right, right. <laughs> but then I also knew that I was safe, and that if I needed help, somebody was always going to be there, too. Right, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it, it was in the day you knew your neighbor, and <laughs> your neighbor knew you, because mm-hmm. you're getting together all the time. Um, right. Yes. So, um, going back onto the community of, of working together in a business sense, um, I, I've got to think there've got to be a few complications there to, to, to work out or wh- when they wouldn't be complications, they'd just be growth opportunities. Joseph, can you share with me some of that? Sure. One of the concepts in creating a business model based on unity, we um, have up to 12 owners at any time. And there's no hierarchy. So we don't have a president. We don't have a general manager. Uh, we play different roles, whether you know we're working on a newsletter or um, different things that we contribute to the operations of the business. However, we just get together once a month, have meetings, talk about where we're going. People bring their creative ideas. And then we have a, a vote on, you know, things that are going to affect the direction uh, of the business. And at first, I was thinking this would just be incredibly easy. However, um, I began to realize that, you know, people really do have very different ideas about how things should happen. And we've gone through lots of different um, evolution. And some people came and they found that it really wasn't a good fit for them. So we're just, it's like kind of something that's organic. It's continually growing. It's continually evolving. So that's one of the things that I didn't expect is that we've seen a lot of change. Uh, We've been in business now for, I think this is our seventh year. And uh, there's just a continual change in evolution. Um, We've worked on different processes for communication. That seems to be a really important piece working together in community is our ability to um, communicate and also focusing on giving everyone the ability to be heard. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is that uh, sometimes people feel that they have a good idea, but they don't really feel heard. So I would say that's probably the biggest uh, the biggest challenge in working in business. We in could a, do a we could do a whole program on communication errors, couldn't we? <laughs> and live too as well. So the the sense of community, what is it that brought the two of you together? I, I I'd like to know how you know each other. Adrian? 
<laughs> it's, it's a crazy story. Um, so Joseph um, and I have known each other for such a long time. I took my very first yoga class with Joseph. Actually, I'd taken one before, but I thought it was boring. So this is way long time ago. So I took one of my first yoga classes with Joseph, and then Joseph was also my massage teacher when I was going through um, massage therapy training. And meeting him um, just really, really opened me up completely, pretty much changed my life. Um, so he has been a, a friend and a mentor to me, and we've learned and grown through so many different um, incarnations of teaching and mentorship and friendship and everything else involved. So, um, yeah, I feel very, very, very blessed to be able to do this um, retreat with him. Yes, that brings me into our, you guys are um, co-teaching a, a magic retreat, is that correct? Yes. Correct. Um, okay. We're going to be doing two retreats here in Grand Junction, or, or in Colorado. The first one is in Grand Junction, and that's going to be September 16th through the 18th. And then we're going to be doing a second one in Crestone, uh, and that's September 22nd through 25th. And it's called the Magic Retreat. An interesting name. So tell me about the Magic Retreat. Well, Magic Retreat is about aligning your heart's deepest desire with your highest vision to create the life of your dreams. And the retreat is five magical steps that lead you to greater energy, enthusiasm, and clarity about what is most meaningful in your life. There are five steps. The first one is meditation. The second is activation. The third is called gestation. The fourth step is inspiration. And the last step is creation. If you take the first letter of each one of those words, meditation, activation, gestation, inspiration, creation, you have the acronym MAGIC. So each step is about taking us through this process of opening our energy, of connecting very deeply into the heart's longing and desire, finding out what we most deeply want and long for, and then activating the body's ability, the will, the inspiration, all of the systems of the body to be in alignment with creating what you want. And then the group comes together and supports in community for each one of us to help create each other's dreams. And one of the things that we do towards the end of the retreat, um, we all connect with during the three days of the retreat. In what way do we see the new earth? In what way do we feel we have something to contribute from our talents, from the things that we love to do, that we can be in service in um, creating this new way of being um, and then we anchor that energy. We anchor that dream collectively as a group. And then we have a process to help each person in the group um, bring their dream into being. I would say from um, knowing what I do about you, Joseph, that you actually live this in your life. And, and just meeting Adrian, knowing that you could go to Peru and take this journey 
to um, do all the different growth thing you you have done. I'm. It seems to me that you guys walk your talk with this, right? We definitely try some days better than others, but yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah, it doesn't work unless you're you're doing it when you're going out yeah, and teaching. Exactly. Um, like did the very did first this... step? To yeah. Meditation. Mm-hmm. The meditation. Most people think about meditation as trying to empty their mind or eradicate the ego, but this is a very different approach. It's about using meditation as a tool for listening to the heart. So really, when we're meditating, we're using different ways to access what is, what does my heart really want? What's in my heart? What do I feel? For some people, some people actually do hear a little quiet voice. For other people, it's a, a gut feeling. Sometimes during the heart meditations, people will see an image. But that first step of just getting in touch with the heart, Finding out, what does my heart want? When I really am listening to my heart, life tends to feel much more meaningful. My life feels richer, and I have a greater sense of purpose, and I have a sense of direction. It's the quieting of the mind to hear your intuition, right? The quieting of your mind so your intuition can, can speak to you, so you can move and grow from that. Right, and then out of that comes the activation. Once we have that quietness, then we can start to really move the energy. And this is Adrian's special uh, ability to work with the Kundalini. Um, It might be good um, for her to share a little bit about how that works, Christine. Yes, I'd like that. Adrian, would you do that, please? Sure. Um, Yeah, during the activation, um, that's going to be a really big day because there's lots of um, very intense breath work, um, really beautiful rhythmic movement. Um, Kundalini works on all the different systems of your body, um, and especially your glandular system. Um, so the activation of the Kundalini energy, also your Shakti, is going to be a really profound experience. And that's also a day of really, really letting go and breaking out of old patterns and old ways of thinking, old ways of seeing yourself, um, old ways of seeing the world. So it's, it's not only activating, but it's kind of bringing you to this new place of your being and allowing that, that energy to really move through your whole body, move through your heart. So our, everybody's kundalini energy is moving all the time. But most of the time, most people don't get the kundalini up into the heart, which really um, just changes um, your inner reality and your outer reality as well. Wonderful. Yeah, that um, opening the heart up is, I think we have a protection around it that makes it um, oh, yes. very vulnerable to open up. And in order to be in a situation of interacting in a loving world, we have to be able to be vulnerable and open up our heart. That's essential. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, then, the, then the next, the third step in, the, in this process is gestation. Yes. So gestation is once we've gotten in touch with our heart's deepest desire, 
and we've activated the energy, we're taking small steps, we're beginning to move, the next step in this process is just letting go. Mm. Um, and gestation is also about the second chakra, uh, the sacral chakra, which masculine energy is the fire in the belly, the feminine energy is the womb energy. So we're going into this deep part of the body that's usually unconscious or subconscious. We're going into the subconscious body, and we're getting in touch with a body wisdom that far um, goes beyond anything that we can conjure with our mind. And once we begin to connect this energy of the gut, we start to feel our intuitive gut feelings. We also work in the phase of gestation. We work with uh, not just intuition, but also the dream world. We, we do some exercises where we have people re-enter into dreams. We, we teach people how to lucid dream. We, we teach people how to connect with um, their vision, literally, in the dream world and to bring that vision into the waking world. So this is gestation. It's the letting go of letting go where spirit moves through us and almost takes over. And then once we've activated the heart, in the first step, the meditation, we've activated the solar plexus, which is the will and the activation. We've activated the, the, the gut the second chakra in the gestation, then we start to connect the heart and the gut. The gut is our source of infinite creative energy. And the heart is our source of courage and compassion. When you combine those two energies in the body, it really strengthens your will to move forward towards whatever it is that you dream that you want to create in your life. Is that where the inspiration comes in? That follows with yes, creation. So that, that leads into inspiration. Adrian, would you mm-hmm. like to talk about sure. inspiration? Um, yeah, so the, the inspiration is being in a place of, first of all, like you said, there is that vulnerability of opening up the heart. So there's this safety happening and also this trust of your own energy. So a lot of times we have inspiration, but what we do with that is we want to have it validated, or we might be worried, well, okay, if I do this, if I put this into action, um, how is it going to be received? Are are my friends going to like it, or will they be mad at me? You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that can kind of um, really squash these beautiful dreams. So in inspiration, we'll be really experiencing the freedom of trusting what is inside of us trusting our own Shakti, trusting that we all have the ability to, um, to create and feel this, this inspiration. So that inspiration is also just really being connected. That's the place of synchronicity, almost like seeing your reality um, the way that you're sometimes do when you're in love, right? Where everything opens up around uh-huh. you and feels connected. So that's the space that we're going to be moving into on that. And what is the creation that comes from this? The creation at the, um, at the end is then embodying it. 
So there'll be a lot of different practices in order to really be able to embody um, what you're bringing, being able to put it into action. So there could be, there might be um, creative movement, also um, sound healing, um, and also really connecting with the masculine and feminine energies inside of you. So whether you're a man or a woman, we both are carrying feminine and masculine and being able to connect those and really being able to create effortlessly and birth um, those dreams into the world. Wonderful, the creation of the, of the birth of the dream. We're getting ready to go to a break, but before we do that, I'd like you to tell my listeners where they can go find out more about the Rat Magic Retreat. Yes, you can find out about and sign up for the Magic Retreat at Yoga West community.com and when you go to yogawestcommunity.com you'll see a tab that says workshops events click on that tab and scroll down and um, you'll see the dates the times and also a link if you'd like to register there's a, a an early registration discount on the site there as well Wonderful. I encourage everyone to go check that out. Um, when we come back from break, Adrian is going to guide us on a heart-opening heart meditation. So um, stay tuned for that, um, and we'll be right back with you in about three minutes. Thank you. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tune in every week for Blooming in the Light. Host Marie Helen Turin will take you on a journey of personal growth and happiness. By using her experiences and those of her guests, she shows you that challenges in your life are really blessings in disguise. Whether you're facing aversion in parenting, education, spirituality, or other life experiences, we're here to show you a broader and lighter side. Blooming in the Light can be heard every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. This is the 7th Wave Channel. On the Voice America Network. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. 
Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back. This is your host, Christiane, the Mosaic Shaman. We've been talking to Joseph Rowling of Yoga West Community and Reverend Adrienne Wolf. And she's actually going to lead us on an opening of the heart meditation. I'm so excited she's going to gift that to us today. Adrian, can you um, explain what you're going to do and then lead us into that, please? Thank you. Sure, sure. Um, so this is just a really, really simple um, way to really connect with your heart. It's not um, complicated. Anytime what we're working with the heart, we always want to be very gentle and sweet and kind of opening to allow the heart instead of to force the heart to speak to us, that kind of thing. Um, so we'll first um, be working with grounding um, in the body and then moving up to the heart. Okay. Okay. So everyone can just close their eyes and take a nice deep breath in and out. And first, what I want you to do is just begin by opening up all of your senses. So... You're just going to pay attention to all of the sounds around you and paying attention to the air moving in and out through your nose, even seeing the lights dancing behind your eyes, feeling the air or the clothes on your skin, just noticing how your body feels so you're not shutting anything out, you're actually opening up to everything that you're sensing and feeling and seeing and hearing. Just feeling if there's any places in the body that might feel tense or tight, just breathing into those. And then just take a nice deep breath into the belly, letting the belly all the way out, letting it expand and relax. Just feel how much tension you might have been holding there. And if there's any way, you can just release the belly out even more. And then just let your awareness drop down into the second chakra. All of your Shakti is moving and swirling like a deep ocean. And then just moving to the base of the spine and feeling that connection with the earth, feeling yourself being pulled down into that connection of the earth. Just allow your energy to move through the base of the spine, going down further and further until you come into contact with that divine feminine energy in the center of the earth. Just relaxing there, connecting with the heart of the earth, Feeling the heart of the earth's heartbeat. And then just, whenever you feel connected, move your energy back up through the earth and into your body. You'll feel this rush of energy moving up through the base of your spine and into your body. And then when you get to your heart, just again, take a nice deep breath in and out. Feel this really beautiful 
gold rose light beaming out of your heart. And then also do the same thing in the back. Just let go of that protection in the back of the heart. And also feeling that energy moving from side to side. So you're feeling a really beautiful stream of energy that's creating a beautiful cross inside of you. And just continue breathing, focusing on your heart. And then if you'd like to, just taking some nice deep breaths in through the nose and just out through the mouth and just let your heart uh, create a sound if you want, just like, ha, ha, letting go. Good. And if it helps you, you can put your fingertips right on your heart space. Very, very gently. Then just preparing yourself to connect with the heart even deeper. And just feeling in that very gentle space. Feeling the beauty and the radiance and the power of the heart. And your own longing to connect to this mystical, wise space. So just imagining that you're ready to enter into this magical place of the heart. I want you just to imagine that you're very, very small inside of your body, looking at your physical heart, seeing how beautiful it is, and feeling that you can reach out and touch your physical heart. And then whenever you're ready, just push through that membrane of the heart and walk inside to that space. Some of you will see light. Some of you might see a scene from nature or a beautiful temple. Just allow however your heart is appearing to you to appear. Notice the energies that are around you. And then whenever you're ready, just ask, asking the question, what is my heart's desire? Maybe the deepest desire of my heart that I'm afraid of even seeing. What is it that I truly, truly need to experience in my life? Just take a few seconds just to allow any impressions or guidance or feelings to just come as they do in the moment. Knowing that the heart is a huge space to be explored and opened deeper and deeper to new levels. And so, also just knowing that you can come back to this space at any point in time, asking the question over and over, what does my heart truly desire? And just listening for whatever whatever that comes up. Whenever you're ready, just going to take a few nice deep breaths in and out again. 
Remember just to allow. Good. Then moving out of that space of the heart and back into your beautiful body. Again, feeling all of the sensations of your body, the experience of being alive and the sacredness of your life. Feeling the sensitivity inside of you open. Feeling your heart's energy moving through your entire body. That radiance of that beautiful gold rose glow just begin to move through your whole being. And then whenever you're ready, you can just take a nice deep breath in again. And you can just very gently open your eyes. Very wonderful. And see how you feel. Good. Thank you so much for that. That's a beautiful meditation. I want to thank you uh, for being here, Adrian and uh, Reverend Adrian Wolf and Joseph Raleigh. This was a, truly a treat to share with us. I want to remind my visitors thank you, to. Christy. Yeah. Yes, thank to, you. You're welcome. And please go to Yoga West where you can actually see the magic retreat and then you can look at, at the same time you can see the retreat that I'm doing this next weekend over um, Soul Heater's Path. Actually, you can go to the Spirit Meditation Dance Workshop that we're, I'm teaching over there July 16th and 17th in Yoga West and their magic retreat. Please go there to register for that. Um, I know that we... we Yoga West community, yogawestcommunity.com, yeah. and you'll just go to the uh, um, event page, and you'll see both the, the, the spirit dance that Christy's doing and also the, the magic retreat. You'll find them both listed there. Wonderful. So I'd like to leave with you before we go today to please look in the mirror, see yourself as a beautiful divine being you are. When you wake up, say some kind words of love. I know it's hard in the beginning, but after a while it will become easier. I also want to let you know that next week, when you join me, we'll be talking about colors of the world with my guest, Sean Peterson, who's the founder of the Green Urban Lunchbox and entrepreneur of the state of Utah for 2013. And thank you so much for joining us here at the Mosaic Healing Gardens. And um, take everything we've learned home and enjoy it. And if you go to soulhealerspath.com, you can download that free meditation it's a it's a schematic journey meditation and audio that you can take with you when you go on the road again thank you so much to my guests thank you guys welcome thank you thank you thank you so okay much. namaste may you journey be full of love and peace and please look in the mirror and love that beauty looking back at you thank you so much Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.